0: Episode 4, In Water. Written and performed by Sean Hybor. Memories can feel like looking through frosted glass. You get a semblance of what waits for you on the other side. But the visual is cloudy and opaque. It can be unsettling. It can feel like you're drowning. Heavy and black. It feels like you're in water. Have you ever watched someone's life slip away from them? I have. I've lived it multiple times. Every occurrence is the same. Every feeling. Every emotion. Every ounce of pain. It's the same every single time. It never stings any less. It's a gut punch that no person should ever have to endure. It feels finite, like totality. I've had to see that moment every day for almost 10 years. I have a recurring vision of the night my wife died. She swayed like the current, back and forth. I stared at her face, fading. She was so beautiful, even in her sadness. She looked too tired to be scared. One moment, she leaned slightly to the left, and then slightly to the right, repeated along with the wave. And then her shoulders drooped low and her head tilted skyward. The next moment, I lost her to the water. She was gone. In that moment, time slowed. Nothing made sense, but my head was full of everything. Everything I had ever loved and hoped for and was thankful for and wanted to nurture and wanted to fight for. My body became cold and metal My blood stopped moving through my veins. Life paralyzed me in that moment. And then I wept. I made a sound that was louder than any wave that had crashed on this or any Earth, a jarring and off-putting sound. My voice broke. My throat was worn thin. I cried for help. We had known much of the risk before we had even set out for the launch. We made this journey before. Just a few years prior, we'd done the same approach. We had completed this incredible feat of human strength and love. We gazed into its grandeur and admired its beauty. And then we decided to circle back and do it again. At the beginning, the water was calm. We floated through the hours and the days and the weeks. We relaxed, we read books, we played games together. We took naps. We stared out into the green and blue ocean and merged our souls with this new adventure in our lives. The water was welcoming, the sun was calm, we were happy. We started to worry when everything turned an olive color, a darkening sky. It was far off, off deep into the distance of the night, but somewhere inside of us we knew what was coming. Once the storm began, it didn't take much time for it to turn menacing. As we realized what was happening, we just tried to brace ourselves for it. We had thought that we just needed to wait it out and eventually everything would be fine and back to the way it was in the beginning. Just hold on to the ship and to each other and we could come out on the other side. But then the night hit, and when it came, it came without warning and without reservation. The first wave started when we went off to bed. She felt the sickness, the waves of nausea, the dizziness, the sweaty palms and the sweaty cheeks and the sweaty forehead and sweaty back. The moisture feels like it doesn't belong there, like it's battling with your skin, trying desperately to break the surface, but it just sits there, cold and motionless. She tried to rest, but the storm had grown too great, so we just sat and looked at each other for, I don't know how long, a few minutes, an hour. She tried to whisper to me, but as she whispered, she sank. Strange. Can you get away? we're together in all of them. I relive the way she would talk to me when we laid in bed. Her voice was so kind, so calming. The words would lose part of their whole. Her volume would trail off as the sleepiness of the night grew greater. And then, like Moon being lost behind the clouds, she would fall asleep. Sometimes I would too, but on certain nights I would just look at her. I would try to remember every little detail of her face, the freckle in her eye, the scar on her cheek, I wanted to never forget them as they were in that exact moment. Lock them away in my mind's forever box. And I looked at her the same way on this night. I looked at her and I studied her face and memorized the freckle and the scar. But this time it was because of fear. I feared that I would never get to see her again. I would lose her. I couldn't reach her. The boat began to violently rock. There was so much sound and so many flashes of light. I searched our boat for anything, something. I don't know what I was looking for. I yelled to the ocean as the wave cracked our bow. It came down over the sides and threw a hole in the hull and down from the sky. The water overtook her. She was a ghost. And then the water overwhelmed me too. There is a very strange and pragmatic approach to dealing with immeasurable fear. Your mind plays out every scenario, rapid firing information and situations and possible endgames like a supercomputer. And you have a very finite amount of time to digest the infinite possibilities of what comes next. But after you let the panic wash over you, you start to think about the practical steps. How do I tell her family? How do I pay the mortgage? How do I cancel her credit cards? What do I do next? I struggled to hold my grasp as I made one final attempt to reach her, to pull her from the water. But she sank slowly. She swayed like the current was gently nudging her. I stared at her face, fading. She looked too tired to be scared. One moment she was rocking back and forth along with the wave. Her shoulders drooped low and her head tilted skyward. The next moment, I lost her to the water. She was gone. In that moment, time slowed. And then, life began again. My body suddenly and furiously began to gasp for air. I couldn't breathe. My throat tightened as I clawed in my neck. I was in bed, alone. My eyes darted around my room, empty. I ran to the bathroom to rinse the sweat dripping from my forehead. My eyes met the face in the mirror looking back at me. Only, it's not me. I don't recognize this person at all. Have you ever watched someone's life slip away from you? I have. I've seen it multiple times. Every occurrence is the same. Every feeling, every emotion, every ounce of pain. It's the same every single time. It never stings any less. It's a gut punch that no person should ever have to endure. It feels finite, like totality. I've had to live that moment every day for almost 10 years. I have someone else's recurring vision of the night their wife died. In Water was written and performed by Sean Hybor. The Constance theme song is written and performed by Quiet Theory. Constance is an independent audio drama, so every bit of exposure helps. So spread the word. You can also check out Constance on Twitter at ConstancePod or on our website, ConstancePodcast.com. Ready? Ready? Five, three, five, zero, zero, six, six, five, eight, six, six.